Greetings, friend, and welcome to Hope and Inspiration. I'm Margaret C. Mullings, and I count it an honor to be in your company once again. Our topic this morning is torn between two loves. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, move by your spirit, move by your power, and envelop every listening air right now. Oh, my Father, show yourself as healer, deliverer, shield and buckler and sustainer. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Torn between two loves. And I'm reading from messages of hope and inspiration. In the book of Judges chapter 19, verses one to two says, and it came to pass in those days when there was no king in Israel that there was a certain Levite staying in the remote mountains of Ephraim. He took for himself a concubine from Bethlehem in Judah. Now, it is, it is very important for you to take note of who the Levites were. And the following information which I will share with you right now is taken from Nelson's New Illustrated Bible Dictionary. Levites were descendants of Levi who served as assistants to the priest in the worship system of the nation of Israel. As Levites, Aaron and his sons and their descendants were charged with the responsibility of the priesthood offering burnt offerings and leading the people in worship and confession. But all the other Levites who were not descended directly from Aaron were to serve as priestly assistants, taking care of the tabernacle and the temple and performing other menial duties. And you can find more information about that in the book of Numbers chapter 8 and verse 6. The choice of the Levites as a people who would perform special service for God goes back to the days of the Exodus when the children of Israel were camped at Mount Sinai. The two people grew restless while they waited for Moses to return from talking with the Lord on the mountain. Breaking their covenant with God, they made a golden calf and began to worship it. The Levites were no less guilty than the other tribes. But when Moses returned and called for those on the Lord's side to come forward, the descendants of Levi were the only ones who voluntarily rallied to his side, showing zeal for God's honor. In Exodus chapter 32, verses 26 to 28 gives an account of that of this. Now, while it is not unusual for Levites to live in their own cities. It is important to understand that the Levites partook of the holy things of Yahweh and lived consecrated lives. Yet this particular Levite spoken of earlier went and got for himself a concubine. He became torn between two loves. Listen to what happened in verse two of Judges chapter 19, but his concubine played the harlot against him and went away with him to her father's house at Bethlehem in Judah and was there for whole two months. Verse 3, then 
Her husband arose and went after her to speak kindly to her and bring her back, having a servant and a couple of donkeys with him. So she brought him into her father's house. And when the father of the young woman saw him, he was glad to meet him. This Levite, instead of chasing after God and performing his priestly duties, he found himself torn between two loves. For he loved God too, you know. Yet he had a deeper passion for his concubine. Even though she was stepping out on him, so to speak, he still wanted very much to be with her. As it turns out, the Levite stayed at his concubine's father's house for five days at his insistence. However, on the fifth day during the afternoon, he departed with his concubine, being unaware that the journey home would be a treacherous one in the city of Geber, where he chose to spend the night, for the sun had gone down on them, and they were still very far from home. Sadly, in Geber, no one would take them in for the night, so they sat in the square of the city. Do you know that in spite of, Abba Father always makes a way? Listen to verse 16. Just then an old man came in from his work in the field that evening, who was also from the mountains of Ephraim. He was staying in Geber, where as the men of the place were Benjamites. Verse 17, and when he raised his eyes, he saw the traveler in the square of the city. And the old man said, where are you going? And where do you, you come from? Verse 21, so he brought him into his house and gave fodder to the donkeys. And they washed their feet and ate and drank. Verse 22, as they were enjoying themselves, suddenly, suddenly, certain men of the city, perverted men surrounded the house and beat on the door. They spoke to the master of the house, the old man, saying, bring out the man, bring out the man who came to your house, that we may know him carnally. But the man, in verse 23, but the man, the master of the house, went out to them. No, my brethren, no, I beg you, do not act so wickedly, seeing this man has come into my house. Do not, I beg you, do not so wickedly, yes, I repeat it, seeing this man has come into my house. Do not commit this outrage. The men didn't listen. In verse 24, look here. Here is my virgin daughter and the man's concubine. Let me bring them out now. Humble them and do with them as you please. But to this man, do not do such a vile thing. Now, take note of what the Levite himself did in verse 25. But the man was tell the light. When her master arose in the morning, the threshold. And he said to her, get up and let us be going. But there was no answer. There was no answer. So the man lifted her onto the donkey, and the man got up and went to his place. This Levite was torn between two loves. So much so, it seemed as if he had forgot to pray. 
Listen to what he did as soon as he arrived to his home in verse 20. He took a knife, laid hold on his concubine, and divided her into twelve pieces, limb by limb, and, and sent her throughout the territory of Israel. This act shook up all Israel. Listen, listen to their response after seeing such a gruesome sight. And so it was that all who saw it said, No such deed has been done or seen from the day that the children of Israel came up from the land of Egypt until this day. Question is, are you and I as men and women of God partaking of the holy things of Yahweh and are torn between two loves? For the Levite, it was his concubine, which caused him not to go after the God he served and loved. It seemed he did not pray and ask for any help and directions during his time of crisis. What is even worse, he never repented before the Lord. In fact, when the old man who had taken him into his home asked him where he was going, he told him he was going to the house of the Lord. Read it for yourself. Listen to it from verse 11. He said, Now I am going to the house of the Lord, but there is no one who will take me into his house. Pause for a moment right where you are. Take a deep breath. Breathe in. Now breathe out. Calmly think about this. Me too. Are you torn between two loves? Who or what is causing you not to hunger and thirst after Yahweh like you used to do? Not fasting before him? Not getting involved in church ministry anymore? torn between two loves, not spending time in the secret place of his presence like you used to do? Prayer? What about prayer, you may ask? Do you remember when you used to tarry before the Lord all night? Now, most of the time, you are slumbering upon your bed and missing those vital appointments with him. Men and women of Yahweh, you may not have a concubine, you may not have a sweetheart, Women of Yahweh, you may not be stepping out, so to speak, on your husbands, yet I hear it resounding again, torn between two loves. You and I must take inventory daily of our lives, for God is very displeased. What is it, it that is causing you to be torn between two loves? The alarm is ringing relentlessly. Hours all around the globe are being left unattended. The prayer warriors and intercessors have fallen into a deep sleep. The gates of the cities are swinging wide open. And the gatekeepers are nowhere to be found. And the enemy has crept in unawares, wreaking havoc all over the world. Let us not be like the Levite who took matters into his own hands seeking revenge for the death of his concubine. Instead, let us repent in godly sorrow and put to death carnality, put to death the works of the flesh, and let us seek our Father's forgiveness and be true and faithful only to him, never to be torn between two loves ever again. Oh, hallelujah. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Oh, move by your spirit, Father. Move by your power and envelop every listening air in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, impart your strength right now. In the name of Jesus, cover us with your grace, oh God. 
in the name of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus, cause there to be a hunger within for your word. And let there be a thirsting for your presence. Father, that we would seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that everything else would be added unto us. Oh, my Father, cause us to be focused in the name of Jesus. Cause us to be true and faithful to you, Father, that we will not be torn between two loves in the name of Jesus. Oh, my Father, meet the need right now in the lives of your people. Father, not by might nor by power, but by your Spirit, said the Lord God. By your Spirit, Father, touch, heal, and deliver, transform our lives for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. This is Margaret C. Mullings of Hope and, of Hope and Inspiration. God bless you right where you are. Until next time, stay blessed.